Hey, welcome to Live Mom Strong Podcast. I am Kelsey and I'm sharing the real and raw of motherhood. This is episode number two and I'm so excited to share more about myself, my mission, uh, where we're going from here, how I got to where I am now. So to start, I'm just going to share a little bit about uh, myself, my background, and then really like talk about Mom Strong and what it is, why I'm doing it. So I am, what am I, 30 years old now, just turned 30 this year. I have a 15-month-old daughter who may be popping in here uh, periodically because she's still awake, not napping. And then I'm also due with my second in December. So they'll be about 17 months apart. I went to school for at Grand Valley State University in Michigan, uh, west, west side of Michigan, for clinical exercise science. And it was like my, my goal, my passion to start and do physical therapy. So after I graduated, also, I ran cross country and track at Grand Valley as well, too. So I was a long distance runner and also did steeplechase. So if you're also a collegiate athlete, let me know. Um, I don't do a ton of running now. I wish I wish that I like kept up with it, to be honest. But there's always time to get back into it, right, mamas? So uh, after I graduated, I applied to... It felt like a hundred physical therapy schools, like graduate programs. And after like two years of being rejected and not getting into school, it like cut me down and just made me feel like I like wasn't adequate enough because I didn't have like the highest grades, but I had all this extracurricular activity. I was studying German. I studied abroad. I was on the cross country team. It just like made me feel like, you know, me, my personality, they don't want me at their school. So that was like a huge, hard transition time for me to figure out, okay, this is what I've always wanted to do. Like, what do I do now? So during that time, I actually had met my husband, or now husband, and he was an entrepreneur. And so he owns a software development company here in Grand Rapids. And he, I don't know how this happened, but he kind of like encouraged and pushed me to like do the path that he was doing. And so, you know, with exercise science and my fitness and things, I started um, doing some personal training on the side and eventually that turned into a business. So I started my own fitness studio called Great Escape Fitness. And so I was doing small group classes, personal training, and did that all the way up until about like 2020 when I had to like make a shift. While I was doing that, I was also went back to school to get a master's degree in public health because I had absolutely love health education in general and really wanted to you know figure out how I could do that and how I could do more like health education so a master's in public health to me like made sense so went back to Grand Valley got that degree as well and continued on with what I was doing but I added in more uh, education pieces for my clients online I was doing a lot of like workout videos and live videos Things like things along that nature, which, whoa, don't don't touch that. Which really fall into line with like what I'm doing now. Still, okay, careful, honey. <laughs> 
So, okay, where was I? So my master's in public health and shortly after that, um, I got married at, right when I graduated college uh, or second time college. And then I was still doing the personal training. 2020 hits, right? Everything in the world just like changes because we're in a pandemic. Things things just got really crazy for everybody, right? Everybody involved. Um, and as a small business owner and as a personal trainer and gym owner, it really affected me. So my business, Great Escape Fitness, got shut down, you know, by the government um, for <laughs> very legit reasons. I get it. Um, but that was really hard because I didn't really know what to do, where to go. I had to make a huge transitional shift. And so I started doing more online health and fitness things. And that's where I continued. I never actually went back and opened up my gym. And what, it's now almost like 2023. And there might be still a time where I go and do that. But during that time was just like a really like pivotal moment in my life to figure out what I really wanted to do and how I really wanted to spend my time. Towards the end of 2020, September-ish, uh, that's when I got pregnant with my daughter. And to be honest, I never really thought I was going to be a stay-at-home mom. My mom was was not that. Both of my parents worked. And that's just what I knew. That's what I grew up being. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to be like a badass working mom and all the things. And then when it like came down to it and everything happened all at the same time where my business got shut down, I was pregnant at home, I just... It made sense for for me not to open up my gym when it was time to get things back and rolling, right? And that was a really hard transitional pivot and shift for me, again, in like my mom and in, in my self-identity, to be honest. So during that pregnancy, I will say... And if you, or even just like any moms or parents in general that had to parent through the pandemic, it was challenging. It was not what I was expecting for a first pregnancy. I felt super alone. I felt isolated. It was like, you know, you see a preview to a movie and you're so excited to like go and watch the movie and then like, it's nothing like you thought it was going to be. Like, that's how my first pregnancy was. Like, I thought that it was going to be great. Like, my husband was going to come to all the appointments with me. I was going to be able to show off my baby bump all the time and, like, go hang out with friends. But, like, that wasn't the case. Like, I was pretty much alone all the time. Super afraid of germs and all of the things. And, you know, my husband had to, like, couldn't come to, like, the first couple appointments, which was... Like, something I had never even thought of, and, um, like, a small, a small part of that, but really, something really big was that, like, and we still have to wear masks in the hospitals that I'm at now, but you don't really understand the impact of that until you're, like, in the room listening to your, you know, daughter's heartbeat together, and you're looking at your husband, and you can't even see his facial expressions. You can't even see his face you can't even see if he's smiling if he's crying if he's happy if he's like it's just like the smallest things like that were just like these huge things and so I started mom strong during pregnancy but it wasn't really until like I got to like postpartum and motherhood where it really truly like made sense for me because 
initially it almost did kind of start as more like more like physical health with motherhood so like being like physically strong which you do need to be uh, i'm also working towards a pre and postnatal fitness certification right now but that's kind of how it started because during that pregnancy like i was exercising and working out all the time and sharing that journey and sharing that you can still do it in a very healthy and safe way while you're pregnant, you can still exercise. But it wasn't until I really got to like postpartum where the mission and vision for what I really want to do with this brand in my life, like really like came to be. So before I get there, I want to just like rattle off some fun facts about me to see if there's anything that you can pick up on that you can connect with. And every time I have done this, I have made new connections with new moms that I never would have thought would have happened. Like just bonding over like the simplest things because our journeys are so much more alike than we think they are. And when we think that we are alone and isolated and nobody else is going through what we're going through, that is so wrong. That's so not the case. So fun or just facts about me. So again, I'm Kelsey and I am the founder of Mom Strong. I love wine. I actually got married at Black Star Farms Vineyard in Traverse City, Michigan. And I, not gonna lie, I really miss my wine right now. I already know like the first glass of wine I'm gonna have in December after he's born. So, I mean, Venture Select from Black Star Farms, amazing, my favorite. Uh, we have two dogs. I have an Australian Shepherd, and then we also have an old lady Pitbull who might not be here much longer. She is, like, really, like, kind of on, like, her last few days, but, I mean, my daughter is, like, obsessed with them. I will tell you, like, becoming a mom and parent, I cannot stand my dogs. Cannot stand them right now. Like, they drive me absolutely bonkers. I'm obsessed with giraffes. I go and feed the giraffes every year on my birthday, and now I get to do it with my kids, which I'm so, so excited about. Love traveling. Just absolutely love everything about traveling. I've studied abroad in Germany twice. Uh, my husband and I did have gone all over the place. We have so many trips planned with the kids, too, because we want to have them fit into our lifestyle. Um, let's see. I would say, like, I'm I'm really like kind of weird and so if you really get to know me like just embrace and just get to know the weird and funny side of me because that's that's just you're gonna get what you get I this <laughs> is like you know take what you want from this but I like don't my house is not very like aesthetically pleasing we have like bright colors there's bright color toys everywhere like I'm not about the neutral life to be honest I'm not a huge fan of Target to be honest like I don't get the fascination of like walking around and like buying random things at Target because my Target maybe it's just like my Target really sucks and it's super dirty and gross um I met my husband in a bar and I actually bought him a tequila shot and that's how we like met I hate winter, but I live in Michigan. Spring and summer is like my jam. And I absolutely love, love, love being a mom, but can admit that it's challenging and it's hard at times. Like I can admit that. And that's what I'm here to share. It's like the real and raw of motherhood. So let's get into 
what happened postpartum that really like spurred all of this and i'm going to share it really more in depth i think next in the next episode more about life as like a new mom and what i experienced and how i'm going to like combat that going forward for this for this next postpartum experience so having a baby is just the most incredible amazing moment i would say that my labor and delivery experience was not like what i had expected i still feel like i carry some of that like trauma with me which is why this time it's just going to look a lot different because i have really been learning and practicing a hypnobirth and i'm actually going to have a guest come on in at the end of this month to talk about hypnobirthing and what it is and how it can be helpful for you so it's just going to be a totally different experience because I really want to have a calm and confident labor. I did not get that the first time. So um, newborn life is beautiful. It's blissful. It's amazing. The newborn snuggles are just like, you know, it's, it's like something that like if you've never experienced that, like you don't know what it's like. Come here, babe. Yeah, we're talking about you now. This is my daughter, Isa. So, um, it's, it's beautiful, but it's also super, super challenging. The sleep exhaustion, not knowing what you're doing, the toll it can take on your relationship, the just like unknowing, like just like the unknown is really hard and challenging. And, you know, for a lot of moms, we experience like the baby blues, like really early on, because that has to do a lot with like the hormone shifts and all of that. But if that continues on, it's not just like the, the, the baby blues anymore. It really can develop into something more, which is what happened for me. And so I started having or started experience like postpartum anxiety, postpartum anger, postpartum rage, and I felt like really alone and scared of this because I had heard of anxiety and depression. I had not heard of postpartum anger and rage and that is what I was feeling and going through. So I had felt really alone in that time and I was like, what is wrong with me like why am I experiencing this and it could be from like a number of different things and it wasn't until it really started like happening like four months postpartum so it's like okay you're like kind of in the thick of it you're you're going through the motions and then it, it hits you then that that's when you need to like be aware like if you're not feeling like yourself and you're not feeling okay that that might be a time where you need to, you know, talk to your OB. Maybe it's time to talk to a therapist. Maybe it's time to find medication that can help with that because that is not normal. Baby blues happen with a lot of postpartum moms, but if it continues like it did for me, that is like a sure sign that there's something else going on here. And so I have a beautiful daughter who has never, ever, ever been a great sleeper. And a lot of what my anger and rage was based off of is maternal sleep and infant sleep, whether we were getting it or not getting it. Um, I had a lot of trouble with breastfeeding. I did end up breastfeeding for almost nine, almost 10 months, but we had, we struggled hard in the beginning. 
and even the toll of breastfeeding, like, I was not getting, like, the butterflies breastfeeding. I was not the mom that was just like, oh, I just love this. I feel so connected to my... That was not me. Like, it to me, it felt like a job. I was just a milk maker. I thought it was painful. I was had so much guilt when I would leave her. Even if she was getting breast milk from a bottle when I left, it, like, wasn't the breast. So I, I just had so much guilt around it. So those two combinations really, like, led into this, this like, mom rage that I had. And symptoms of that come up periodically throughout motherhood, throughout the transitions of her growing and developing. And I describe it and I just have described it to my therapist like it literally felt like I was about to turn into the Incredible Hulk. It was like my blood was boiling so much that like I was just going to like rip out and like become the Hulk. Um, Not in the sense to like destroy things or hurt things, but like that's what it felt like. It felt like a pot was about to boil over. Like my lid was about to flip, right? And so I needed help finding what those triggers were, how to combat those, uh, how to stop them from happening in the first place. But like when it did happen, what are some ways and mechanisms that I could calm down? Uh, I will say this is like really hard and weird to talk about because... um, there's not a lot of like talk about this or research about this and it's not something that like I'm super proud of and I will say like I was not hurt in the process my daughter was not hurt in the process it was more like an emotional hurt Uh, I feel like my husband got the brunt of it because he was the one that I was just like yelling at or getting angry like that's where my anger was like going towards um where it just felt like I just like wanted to like scream So it was scary. It was a really scary time. And I felt so alone during this time. And it wasn't until I started talking about my journey here and sharing about my story here, like publicly, that I was able to connect with this community and other moms that were going through the same thing. And It made me feel like I was not alone in this. It made me feel less guilty that I was feeling like this. And like the friendships that I have made from just sharing my story and my journey were, are like, it's like crazy to think that these like, these real life relationships have have happened and developed because of it. Because I think sharing your journey and story is so powerful because you never, never know who needs to hear it and who needs to know that they're not alone in what they're going through and that it's okay to feel the way that you're feeling because motherhood is beautiful, but it is also hard and it's also super, super challenging. So when I say that I am mom strong, that comes from like deep down, like lots of time working on myself, um, connecting with my daughter, uh, rekindling my relationship with my husband because like when I say that I'm mom strong, that means that like I've really overcame some shit. Like I really overcame uh, some trials and tribulations and it's like really just like being your true authentic self and not comparing yourself to other moms, like going on your own journey, but doing it alongside others that are going to uplift you, that are going to support you because 
that's what this was this was all intended to just empower other moms because by sharing your story by just wearing this the simple shirt and that message this message could mean something totally different to somebody else and that's okay that's what i want it to be i want it to be a a saying and a mission that you can change and evolve as you change and evolve in motherhood so it's like you know, under the the messy bun, the bags under your eyes, the tear crusted eyes, the stretchy pants, like you are physically and mentally so strong and you can get through any of the the trials and any of the, the hardships of motherhood and really become like the best mom that you want to be. And that looks different for everybody. So when you're wearing your mom strong shirt or if you're talking to another mom who's really like going through it, like just saying like you're a great mom and you have like the mom strength within you, that's like reminding you that like your inner strength, it like shines and it's like really unbreakable. Because if you think about like what we go through in the the exhaustion and the, the toll it takes on our body and our mental health and our relationships, uh, the time it takes, you would think that it would break us down. But every day we get up and with a smile on our face, we go in and get our kids and we love them and we kiss them and hold them. It doesn't matter how many times they woke up that night and how many... and. And if you feel like you're losing your mind, you love them unconditionally. You would think all these things in motherhood would break you, but they don't because you have the strength of a mom. You have the strength of being mom strong. And I'm trying really hard not to like get emotional right now because, you know, just talking about it, it just like to say that like I can help and empower somebody else also helps and empowers me to know that what I'm saying to you I also need to say that to myself and look myself in the mirror and say these things. So the mantra that I had created is motherhood is hard AF, but I am not alone. I trust and believe in my instincts. I am strong. I am confident and I am worthy. If you're having a bad day, if you need that extra boost, these are words and sayings that you can say to yourself. You can also create your own affirmations because it needs to like resonate with you that like your mom strength is so powerful. And so when you're on the hardest of hard days and baby isn't latching, they're not sleeping, you are exhausted, you're sitting in the rocking chair, nap trapped, crying, like deep down, you know that you still have the strength to move on. You still have the strength to get through the rest of that day and to go on loving your kids the same. That, that is the mission of Mom Strong. It's not just the t-shirt. It's a saying and it's the empowerment of the entire community that we're creating here. So that's where we're going with this. That is where I see this going as like just building a brand community 
that like we're lifting up other moms, we're empowering other moms, and that this saying and that mantra and mission can just like travel through all of us. There's no need for judgment here. This is all real and raw motherhood. Uh, we can admit that we love, love the little shits like, like unconditionally, but we can say like, this is really hard and I need help. I need friends. I need someone to talk to. It's okay to admit that. It doesn't make you any less of a mom. It makes you actually stronger as a mom to do those things. So I appreciate you tuning in. I hope that we can connect. I hope that you share this, this journey and mission with other moms that you think would benefit and need need to hear this and um as we go forward there's going to be like the core designs of mom strong and then as things come up i do launches for like new holidays i also have a baby brand baby and toddler and then also um a dad or a, yeah a dad brand as well too um and that's been brand new because i do want to admit and share that dads go through some shit too. Dads, dads do make a transition as well too. Partners do make a transition as well. And they, as their, as your partner, they can also experience some postpartum anxiety and depression as well. Uh, my husband will be the first to admit that he, he also went through some things like that. And so that's like a new thing I wanted to bring into this is that we need to be able to also appreciate and support that like our husbands or our partners or um you know girlfriends or boyfriends or whoever is there supporting us they also are going through a life transition as well and i will say i'll share this more often like there is a time where you might you you might have some turbulence with your partner like postpartum but please come back together because uh, we can't do this alone. We need our mom tribe. We need our tribe of people to help us. And if you feel like you don't have that right now, I guarantee you that you have people in your corner that you had no idea. So share your story because that's how you connect with others. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I would love to connect with you. So comment here or you know, send some messages, follow along. And I'm hoping to do at least one episode every week, at least until he's here in December. And then we'll see how it goes after that. So have a great one.